Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. This episode 175 for the week of March 28th, 2021. My name is Josh, aka JK Fire, and this week I'm joined by the man who is sitting right next to me, Will, aka I am Mr. Mayhem. Well, I'm going to look at you while I say this to you. Will, aka I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this Sunday afternoon? I'm doing all right, man. How are you? I am swell. Um, so Europa Halo, welcome. And Maddie, welcome as well. He asked, what is the sorcery? So uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right here. What are you guys Will's you guys Will's right here. I'm literally looking right at him and, and talking directly to him. See, it's it's easy peasy. It's, it's just like that. La- ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are recording remotely, obviously. And we have use some magic so, some OBS editing magic to make it so Will looks like he's sitting next to me because I really didn't want to move everything and so we made a much more convoluted way to make it so Will is just sitting right there Yeah. Um. so for those watching the video version of the show you're welcome for those who are listening to the audio version of the show I'm sorry but you should go watch the VOD because it's it's something special to say the least. Um, so just to give everybody a heads up, Will's not going to be able to hear audio cues. So I'm just going to basically have to cue him in myself. Therefore, Will, do you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode of the show? What do you got? European Halo is back. We have our major announcement from Europa Halo that is going to come up right at the beginning of the show. We have tournament announcements, tournament recaps, servers are being looked into because that's been a fucking shit show. Uh, The latest Inside Infinite blog post has been released. This is mainly talking about the audio of Halo Infinite. Uh, We have CDL roster shakeups. Some have worked out, some haven't, but again, this is just kind of like the first week of this happening. And then we have video games to round everything out. But without further ado, Will, shall we get into to some competitive news. First news story that we have here is the Europa Halo Spring Series announcement. This is by Europa Halo and EGL and technically will include NoobCombo.com as well because uh, they have a great rundown of everything taking place over at NoobCombo.com for all your Halo esports needs. So, Europa Halo tweeted out, Europa Halo has teamed up with the EGL and EGL Europe to create the Spring Series. 2v2 and 4v4 Cups starting on April 11th. And over on NoobCombo.com, here is the entire breakdown. 2v2s will start at 2pm BST. Open Cup number one is on April 11th with a 30-pound prize pool for first and points awarded accordingly. Open Cup number two is on April 18th, same prizes. And Open Cup number three is on April 25th, same prizes. Season finals, May 2nd, 120 pounds for first, 60 pounds for second, and 40 pounds for third. Top eight seeds determined by total qualification points after the final tournament will be invited to the season finals. Then we have the 4v4. Again, 2 p.m. BST start time. Open Cup number one, May 9th, with a 40 pound for first place and points awarded accordingly. Open Cup number two is on May 16th, same prize. Open Cup number three is on May 23rd, same prize as well. And finally, the season finals on May 30th. 240 pounds for first, 120 pounds for second, and 60 pounds for third. Top eight seeds determined by total qualification points after the final tournament will be invited to the season finals as well. 
So kind of the same format between the two. The real question is, Will, does that cartel roster A, register, and B, get beat? That's what I want to know. We're going to have to wait and see to pull out that famous line. Um, but yeah, it's uh, if they're there, they, they can definitely dominate. If not, we'll see who comes out on top. I'm very excited for this. It's I'm happy to see Europa Halo team up with EGL as well. I think this is great. Um, I really hope a lot of people sign up for this. I saw Jimbo tweet yesterday after the EU Open tournament that took place that like they had a lot more turnout for this event and there was a lot more closer matches in like the top teams. So here's hoping that you guys get a lot of turnout for this and we see a lot of competition because while we love that cartel roster, we'd love to see somebody else try to take the throne there. Um, And the last piece to this is Europa Halo also tweeted out and they said, we are very happy to announce our partnership with Halo Creation to help us on future projects as well as providing some coverage of the upcoming cups. They will be providing a third stream of coverage with casting in French. Will? In French! Will? It's fucking insane. Third stream? (laughs) Good lord. You can't really ask for more than that. And the last piece of... I I put this in competitive news because... Fuck it, why not? Uh, The last piece of news that we have is... We are going to announce because... So... If I'm not if I'm not doing this correctly, I'm really sorry in advance to the podcast evolve crew. But in our Facebook group, you guys said that you'd be announcing your guys' segment on your show. So I said, fuck it, we're gonna announce the one on ours too. So, without further ado, we've teased it for long enough. We have our podcast evolve partnership segments. This is by us and Podcast Evolved as well. So there's two segments that are going to be created. One that'll be aired on our show and one that'll be aired on their show. And then also released as separate segments on like YouTube and whatnot. So, Map Legends. This is by Podcast Evolved. This will be airing on our show. It is a guide through the setting and lore behind Halo's competitive multiplayer maps. So the whole point about this partnership, one of the big reasons that we dis- that we wanted to do this is because we wanted to, like we said, bridge the gap between the competitive scene and the lore scene, right? And this... We see this as a great opportunity to do that because competitive players know all the strategies around a competitive map, right? You like midship, for example, which spoiler alert is going to be the first episode. Um, they everybody knows that map, right? Everybody knows Halo 3's Heretic. Everybody knows Halo 5's Truth. Like you, you know all the strategies that you need to do for the map. You know where to be positioned. You know when power ups are coming up, when so on and so forth. But you may not know the lore side of that map. And so what we want to do is we want to try to, again, bridge that gap between both scenes and provide that sort of content that Podcast Evolved is going to be creating for us. And we're super, super fucking excited. And then our segment is going to be the last month in the HCS. Uh, If we come up with a different title, then we'll do that. But for the time being, that's what this is. And again, this will be airing on Podcast Evolved's show with us posting as a separate video on YouTube or whatnot. And this is going to be a high-level recap of everything competitive Halo that happened over that last month. So the the idea is leading into a new month, right? So leading into April here, we would record the last month in HCS for March. 
and we provide that to them. And then you have a high level overview of everything that happened in competitive Halo in March, mainly focusing on the pro series that are taking place along with some um, community little uh, sprinkles in there too. So very excited to do that. I think it's going to be a great way to, again, bridge that gap between the lore side and the competitive side and see if the lore if the lore guys wanted to watch some competitive Halo and if the competitive Halo guys wanted to learn more about the lore of the games. So, again, these will be premiering soon. Um, we're not premiering them on this episode because we need to record our segment and they're finishing up theirs as well. But again, we're very excited for this very first thing that we're doing together and there's going to be much more of it to come. So stay tuned for that. But ladies and gentlemen, that does it for the competitive news. Your upcoming turns for the week presented by NoobCabo.com. Check out NoobCabo.com for all your Halo esports needs. And also, l- ladies and gentlemen, let's let's just kick this off by giving a major shout out to Maddie Rums, the head of NoobCabo.com, because I was semi-giving him shit in, in something that I asked for in terms of having not just the open tournaments on the events page of their website, and he has gone ahead, excuse me, and added the pro tournaments that are taking place, the season championships that are taking place. So everything is located there. If you ever want to know what's coming up in the world of competitive Halo, please check out that website. It is incredible. Very well laid out. Very easy to navigate to what you want to find. And Maddie, you guys just do an incredible job. So keep it up. On Sunday, March 28th, which is today, we have the Halo Project Brazil, Halo 5 doubles tournament number four. The Hydra Gaming uh, Female Halo 5 2v2, which signups are like really close to being done, if not done right now. So be aware of that. The Esports Minor League Halo 5 4v4 Qualifier number two. The Esports Arena Halo 5 4v4. And of course, the HCS Halo 3 MCC Pro Series 4v4 to round things out, which um, will also, let's just, let's just run these down. Uh, the Hydra Gaming, I believe, will be streamed via Hydra Gaming's Twitch channel, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong on that. Um, the Esports Minor League should be streamed on their respective Twitch channel, if not uh, Skillshot. Um, the Esports Arena Halo 5 4v4 will be, of course, streamed on Esports Arena's Twitch channel. And the HCS Halo 3 MCC Pro Series 4v4 will be streamed over at Louis V. Titans Twitch channel with LVT Productions behind it. So get excited for all that stuff coming up later today. On Saturday, April 3rd, we have the Halo 5 Pro Series Season 4 Championships for Australia, New Zealand, EU, and the LATAM regions. All three are taking place. The best of the best for each region are going to be showing up. Can't wait to see what competition comes out of that. And then um, we also have the HCS Halo 5 Pro Series North American Pro Tournament is going to be taking place as well. There was a lot of weird shit that happened in the open tournament that took place yesterday, so that's a thing. But then on Sunday, April 4th, we have the LFTG Halo 5 $1,000 2v2 qualifier number four, the SWAT Nation Easter Headhunt V2, and then if I'm not mistaken, unless they don't want to run them on Easter Sunday, um, the Esports Arena Halo 5 4v4, and the HCS MCC Halo 3 4v4 as well. So... Like I said, unless they don't want to run them, but they might. So that's that's that. What is up, Shirzy1? Welcome. Welcome back as well. Also, shout out to Shirzy as well for all the work that he's continued to do on the Europa Halo front. We, are, we talked about it earlier, but we're very, very, very excited for the spring series. 
Can't fucking wait. Really hope that if Cartel signs up, they get knocked down a peg. But what are you going to do? And that does it for upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check it out or don't. But if you don't, then fuck you. And uh, <laughs> I would say this is where Roster Mania is going to be. But you know what? Uh, Will's we've been skipping it. So I'm just going to fucking skip it. I'm not even going to do the fucking thing. Therefore, therefore, Will, without further ado, please let the folks know about the tournament league recaps for the last week. Yeah, we'll start off with Louis V. Titans Money Tuesday results. Um, in the Halo 5 round, we had Bound and Renegade up against Frosty and Trippy. Um, great match. Great matchup to watch. It was really fun, really exciting. Bound and Renegade did end up taking that 4-0, though, so they are showing how dominant they are in that arena. Who Will, before you continue, you yeah. you being the... the this is going to sound dumb, but like the Halo 5 kid, right? Coming into the sure. scene really with Halo 5. If you could pick a duo, I'm putting you on the spot and I apologize, but if you could pick a duo that you think could take them down, who do you think it could be? Oh, man. <clears throat> See, you know Frosty is like top 4v4 player. Yes. But I think that hurts him here because he's moving across the map in ways where like he should have been protected by those other two players and they're not there. Sure. And that's what's kind of like... I feel like if he puts in the work on a 2v2, he could technically take them down. Um, but at this point, if Shotzi were to come back with Frosty, I would love to see that duo together in a 2v2 setting. Just the way they both move around the map, control, everything we see from them would be incredible. But, you know, Shotzi, CDL, can't blame them, right? Right. No, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, especially when you're on the team that literally won Worlds last year. So, Yeah, so... I don't know. I honestly, Bound and Renegade just have two v twos on lock. I I haven't seen anyone compete. I it's crazy, like how how unbelievably good they are at twos. Like it's absolutely astounding how good they are at twos. Even if they're down, it doesn't even matter. Uh, Maddie says I'd like to see Boo Boo and Saiyan give it a shot after some practice. Obviously, since I don't know how well they got uh, they gelled together. And didn't well, they? They were, they were yeah. They played against them before. Yeah, and they were they were on that Envy roster together, I believe, right? They were, yep. So, Way I mean, back they, in the they day. have the experience. I, I think they did play, and they did not do well, right? <laughs> right, they did. But but like Maddie said, I think after some practice, yeah, they could, could definitely be. be a force to be reckoned with. It's just, Bound and Renegade, and didn't they say that, like, Renegade had, uh, like, a headache or something the last time that they played, and they still won? Yeah, and yeah, it, he was it, dealing with migraines or something. Yeah, and and you just see them come out absolutely dominant in this one. It's like who the fuck is gonna take them out? <laughs> yeah, Maddie, way to pay attention to the fucking scene that you're a part of, you little bitch. Um, I'm just kidding. I love you. It, but yes, they did play against each other. They they were in the one. What was it? Two or three weeks ago, I think. And yeah, it just wasn't. It just wasn't close. It, it wasn't. Um, Maddie says Alzheimer's. Um, I'm so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Maddie. <laughs> You're not even fucking old for Christ's sake. All right. Will, what do you got? I'm sorry to derail. Yeah. Um, and then the big one for the night. Halo 3, Gilkey and Lethal versus Trippy and Rain. 
which uh, he was actually Drippy and Rain in this series. Yes. He was going by Drippy. Dual sunglasses um, or some shit. Yeah. He, yeah, he was <laughs> dripping. It's ridiculous. Um, look, it was a... It, that last map on Narrows, right? Oh, my God. There, <laughs> there was a kerfuffle with the Rockets at the end of the map, which could have sent us to a Game 7. Um, but it ended up being Trippy and Rain taking it 4-2. to two. Gilkey... And- Gilkey and Lethal had rockets, and I forgot which player it was. Was it Gilkey? But one of the players decided that he was just going to store them in his back pocket and not just walk around with them out and and ready to go. Because if if he was, like if he literally had them out and ready to go, they probably would have won that game. Because, yeah, it came down to like what, 49-49 or Uh, uh, 48-49? 24-24. Or, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think. I mean, hey, that's uh, fucking 50 kills would be insane. But no, like, that's, that, they were ahead by, like, two or three kills, I think. And then that rocket kerfuffle just cost them the entire game. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, it, they still had two full rockets. Yes. They needed two kills to win. Yes. And, and, and he just fucking put it. him in his back pocket. I'm like, dude, you're, holy shit. All you have to do is just have them loaded and ready to go. That's it. That's all you have to do. And Jesus, but I mean, hey, that's I guess that's the way the the cookie crumbles, right? Yeah. Because yeah, you're right. That would have gone to a game seven, and that game seven would have been insane. But it'll have to wait for another day. But uh, will before you move on to the next one, I have to say, I'm doing shout outs really early in the show, but I don't care. Yeah. Uh, a big shout out to LVT. Um, because they, they've been doing these Money Tuesday events for just a little while now. And, excuse me, they've always focused on the Halo 5 side of things, right? And yeah. this time, they they chose to include a Halo 3 event in there as well. There's no spectator mode, so you had to focus on streams. But, like, the fact that they were able to pull it off with, with the high quality that they already do within their productions. Like, this is... It's just really, really cool to see. The competition was fierce, we almost had a game seven in that regard and just really, really looking forward to the next one. Um, whoever's going to be included there. The best part too, Will, is that ever since the last one that took place, so like not the one that we're talking about, but the one previous, yeah. ever since that took place, more and more pro players uh, are reaching out, are in the chat, are being like, oh, this is really fucking cool. I want to compete in this. Sign me up. And 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 you see like ninety night and whatnot, and they're all posting like, "Who's your who's your teammate? Who who yeah. do you want next to you?" Like that's that I'm so happy about that. Like something that LVT and and the crew there wanted to put on for the community, have these show matches that are taking place, and just really really do something cool there. The, another thing that I would love to see. This might be a little harder to do, but uh. I'd like to see maybe some Money 8s as well. Like, Money Tuesday rolls off the tongue. It sounds great. It's it's great production and whatnot. I just think it'd be really cool to see, like, a, a Money 8s day as well somewhere. Bring bring yeah. some of this top-tier talent. Yeah. I, they would have to just do it on a different date because they don't want to take away the, from those 2v2 Absolutely. teams. Absolutely. Yep. But, yeah, 8s would be good. All right, Maddie, so move on to the next one. Uh, before you do, Maddie just says real quick, I'd like to see a female 2v2 undercard. I think that'd be fucking cool too. Take like, you could see who's competing in this um, Hydra gaming tournament that's taking place today. 
And because you know the top the top female talents competing all the time. Like they and they always run eights together. Like it's I'm seeing I'm seeing Queen run eights with crews all the time. Like it's yes, I that'd be fucking awesome. That'd be fucking awesome. Go ahead, Will. All right. Yeah, let's uh let's get into the next tournament here. It's the LFTG Halo 5 1K 2v2 qualifier. And I'll just run through the um top four here. So third, fourth, we had uh E Storm. Uh, Strikey and Sowski, and then Carnage, which was one MC and Guardian Flies. In second, we had Hold Up taking home twenty bucks. Uh, Bacon Bide and El Halo Elite, and then first place went to Biggest Bosses taking home sixty bucks. Renegade and Bound. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> All right, then we had the Esports Arena Halo Five Four v Four results. In fourth place was Fire and Ice, Bullet Magico, Sepsters, and Shadow. Third went to Pittsburgh Knights, Tapping Buttons, Pulgot, Drift, and Atso. Second to Kansas City Pioneers, Druck, Spartan, Manny, and Solstite. And first went to Final, which was Frosty, Penguin, Renegade, and Stellar. Um, the HGS Halo 3 MCC Pro Series 4v4 results. Um, in fourth place, we had Flyers, commonly Hunter, JJX, Elamite, or Alumnite, sorry, and Straight Sick. Third went to Spoon Platoon, Omega is Better, Gun Type, uh, Stevie Goober, and uh, Wanward. That's a good Second, name. That's a good one. Both the team names, Spoon Platoon and Stevie Goober. Those are two good I, names. Yes, 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 they are. Um, second place went to the H3 team, uh, APG, Snakebite, Lethal, and Trippy. And we do see the Green Cats come out on top. Gilkey, Nikoski, Rain, and Ryan Noob. Will, before you continue, uh, welcome Justin. And also, yes. uh, he says, what's up, guys? Sorry I'm late. Justin, not a problem. Just want to get you caught up real quick. Started with the announcement of the Europa Halo Spring Series. So please uh, open up the show notes, exclamation point, show notes, and chat. And go check that out. Um, we announced our collaborative efforts with Podcast Evolved. So we have the two segments that are going to be coming from that. So again, look at the show notes. Check those out. It's going to be fucking dope. Um yeah, now we're talking about some tournament league recaps as Will's going through. All right, next up we have the HS Halo 5 Pro Series Open Tournament for Australia and New Zealand. In fourth place, we had Osprey, Enigma, Kluzy, Frazier, and Wheezy. Third went to Blazers, Skate, uh, Barshal Assad. Uh, oh gosh, here we go again. Uh, Flezerains and Ingestics. Second went to Worlds 2021, Berserk, Benno, Slays, and Snakey. And first went to Titans, Junior, Barcode, Pips, and Madsy. That's three or four, I think, in a row for that Titans roster. They're just, just like Cartel. They're just on that on that other level for that, for that region. It's insane. Yeah, and then moving on to the EU, in fourth place, we had Krogan of Vaccine, uh, Tommy the Krogan, Crossman, Outcast, and Speed. Third went to Sauce, Precisionite, Lunny, Mista and Shabby Dagger. Second, uh, England, Germany, Italian, France, squad, SLG, Mo, Snipe, John, and Kimbo. And then first went to Cartel again, Shady, Jimbo, Legend, and Sika. Who will be able to take them down, if anybody? All right. Next up, Tam region. Fourth went to Blanks, No Pro Angel, 1117, uh, Nebulacy, and, um, I'm gonna go with id. What is it? Idy stinks. I think it's. <laughs> Instinct, I think it's I distinct. I distinct. Sure. Uh, third yeah. went to Carnage. One MC. 
running Guardian Flies and Gambino. Second went to Fire and Ice, Magical, Nugget, Sepsters, and Bullet. And first went to the Pittsburgh Knights, Tapping Buttons, Atoll, Drift, and Pool Guys. So the real question is, so, uh, Maddie, shout out to you for getting all these graphics completed too. Um, they, Maddie, I haven't looked, but are they like, are did they update the bracket? Because like I pestered Maddie this morning because I was looking for his amazing graphics and I didn't find them for the Pro Series events that took place. So, and he said he's waiting for the LATAM region to f- fucking do their bracket. And, uh, see, so yeah, it's, it's crazy. Uh, Justin just noticed that your green screen did the fucking show right now. Yeah. That's how, con- that's how convincing it is. Will told you it's like you are right next to me. C's right here. I'm looking at him right there. It's still incomplete. Well, fuck. Um, and then Maddie says, Will pronouncing players' names is one of my favorite parts of this podcast. See, there you go. See, Will, we love when you're pronouncing names. Uh, yeah. The question is, will Fire and Ice finally make something happen to get that first place finish when they have the championship next weekend? That's the yeah, real can. question. I mean, they got to they gotta do something to push past. They really do. It is always those two one two always and I really I don't see an upset happening in terms of like the third fourth spot so it's like I man fire dice need to do something in order to take this one yeah so they said that your head looks a little big um, yeah. it's because I can't yeah. I it, the cropping is a little difficult to do so just you know enjoy this alright yeah enjoy what we tried to do it is what it is. I thought we did a great job, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, we did damn good. I'm proud we, of us. What we're dealing with. Uh, hell yeah. Shout out RTX Broadcast. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's 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 move on to the North America results for the Open Tournament here. In fourth place, we had, uh, is it the, the Paisanos? Uh, Stress, Firebird, Dark Matter, and Gunplection. Third was Elevate, Karmea, Goku, Simply Fear Me and Vemzy. Second went to NSH, Switch 5's Hunter JGX, its name and Nemesis. And first went to Free Cash, Eli Elite Bohm, Suppressed, and Avenue. Um, big ups to NSNH uh, for taking second place there. I think it was just kind of like a thrown together roster at the very end. So seeing you guys being able to do that and get second in that tournament's fantastic. Um, well, if you guys decide to get some practice in before the pro tournament, that'd be really cool. Um, big shout out to Free Cash though, getting that first place finish. That's that's incredible. Um, and then no praise towards a third place team. Will take it away. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll touch on that a little bit because nothing has been proven. Uh, for the fact of like, because there was there was rumors of cheating, right? So, nothing's been proven though. Right. So nothing's been proven. Here's Goku was a new account on that Elevate roster. Mm-hmm. Okay. When I mean new account, I mean like new account. Um, Goku also had the accuracy of a fucking mutant on that roster. It was insane the shots that 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 this individual was hitting. Um, and so there's a lot of speculation of 
oh, is this person so-and-so? Oh, is this person so-and-so? Oh, is this person a known cheater? Is this person using... I, I forgot the I forgot the thing that they said that they use in order to cheat, whatever it may be. But for all intents and purposes, they did not get disqualified. They forfeited. Um, they still have an opportunity to be in the pro bracket next week. They I believe they have to like appeal the process of them forfeiting. Um but since they forfeit, they still got the third place because they didn't get disqualified. Yep. And well, like you said, there is no proof of anything bad taking place. It's just when you, if you use your eyes, something seemed very oh. off. Of course, of course. Um, but well, like you said, there is no proof at this point in time. Yeah. And, um, you know, if I don't know if this team is actually backed by Elevate or if they're just using that name. Oh no, they are. They are. Okay. If you go to so, Carmea's, it's either Carmea or Vemzy, one of the two. Like their Twitter profile has uh, Halo Player Four at Elevate in their bio. Gotcha. So they are so, a part of them. I know you had put out on Twitter a little bit at the org, but they may have not known that this was taking place beforehand. It doesn't matter um, so. to me. If you're being represented <laughs> by them, you should be fully aware of what you're doing with your team. That's not that's not my problem if they didn't know. That's that's on the org's well, fault. I mean, if if this team came to them and they like it's it's not really on their fault that this person decided to cheat or do whatever they were doing. Sure. Um, that's the decision the player made. But yeah, it, it, it's it needs to be. It's being looked at. We know that, so we'll leave it there and we'll see what comes of it. I just want to know who that player was. That's it. Regardless of like being a known person that's been banned from previous events or whatever, I just want to know what the person is. Like that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Dave says he likes this. I imagine because of the green screen effects, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, Justin says it's great. It maintains the illusion. It really does. Isn't it great? He's literally right here. Um, Marlon, what's up? Welcome back to the live show. It's good to see you. And Shot, welcome back as well. And he said, the budget I never noticed. I know. Isn't it incredible? <laughs> He's like right here. I could hold on. Hold on. I could just, I could, I could pat him. See, I can pat him on the head right there. Look, I'm patting him on the head. There you go, bud. You're welcome. <laughs> as you shake your head no uh justin says i'm just mad because we have great people like uh maddie martin why not louie putting in work to keep this community alive and there's dick bag dick bags being dick bags and like maddie and i maddie and i were in dms earlier and we were uh, like talking to one another and we're it's just like they're they're fucking children they're they're fucking children who are acting like fucking children and it's just it's unbelievably stupid that like I talk about competitive integrity on the show all the time, right? And that's that's the biggest thing to me is that like there is no proof. That's the thing I always need to keep in the back of my head. There's no proof. But when you watch, things didn't look normal. That's for sure. But hey, you know, like Will said, they're looking into it and hopefully something comes out of it. Um, your old Halo says no smoke without fire. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Will, round things out. What do we got for the last one here? 
All right, yeah, the last one is the TNT Halo 3 Radar Doubles Draft. Because it's TNT! <laughs> in fourth place, we had uh, iMoment and Isaiah. Third went to Trippy and Drager. Second went to Sandal and Warrior O'Neal. And first went to Tylenol and Unique's Unique. Um, the prize money here, I have a question mark, and I, I don't... I think it's no, because it I think it's because they had a base, and then maybe depending Don't. upon signups, it added to the pool. Sure. So third place took home 149, second took home 446, and first took home 891. It is funny though that it's not like 150, 445, and 890. Yeah. It's always just it's something. just one off, you know. Maddie says I'm correct. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, Justin says, if you're a real competitor, you don't cheat. You take advantage any way you can, but you never cheat. Absolutely. Justin also says, we'll look equally annoyed with Josh's yelling outbursts as a normal show. And I love that. I mean, it's, it's, I told you he's literally right next to me. Like he's not, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about that. He's not here. I, I, maybe there's a double chair situation going on, but you know, fuck it. Who gives a shit? He's, he's right here next to me. Look, he's even talking into his microphone. Look at that. It's like I positioned it in a way that this, this other way, other way. Other Wait, what? Yes. Point the other way. This one? Yes, right there. It's right there. Perfect. It's right there. Good job. That's right. that's where the mic is. <laughs> uh, Maddie says, I didn't even notice the double chair, to be honest. That was another thing that I tried. See, God, man, we're so good at this. Again, people listen yeah, I, to the audio I, version I of the show. I should have worn so the confused. big baggy sweatshirt to cover this up more. You should. It, it literally would have looked like you were just in the chair. That, that we're next to um but no it's like i said we worked some dumb magic last night trying to get something figured out because i all i really didn't want to do was move excuse me move all this over to the other table just being able to keep this all here sit down ready to go it's so much easier but there here we are um but yeah that's cool will is that it <laughs> That's it, man. Let's move on to some regular news. Okay. I have a fucking headache. It's time for some regular news. It's being looked into. Okay. This is by saying, um, Unishek and postums. Saying states was also going to make my own tweet about it, but these few clips show exactly the problem that's been plaguing Halo 5 for the past two weeks. Something is seriously wrong and it even bled into Saturday's tournament. And this, like, this was last week, right? Um, so there's been a lot of issues with Halo 5 servers recently, and we even saw a little bit of it as well um, during the during the open tournament that took place yesterday where they were playing, and I know that, I think it was Why Not even called it out on the Louis V. Titan stream where they were playing Truth CTF and the flag, like, literally moved. It, like, glitched backwards and I'm like, what the fuck was that? So, um, Justin says, how did Will touch that button? He didn't even reach. Sorry, that's my last reference to this Will hologram. It's okay. It's okay. Actually, Will, that'd be funny. You should just like, you should reach forward. Reach forward for me real quick. I don't know if I can Can you go, it. move your hand up further. No, like up. Like up. up. Into the camera. Up. Well, that's gonna be like up here. That's yeah, now move here. your hand down. Right? Okay, yeah, right, okay, sure. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Fuck it, okay? Like I said, if you're listening to the audio version of the show, you're fucked anyway. Just go watch the VOD. You'll get all this weird shit. 
Um, so that's what Saiyan said, right? And he's been experiencing this. We saw it during the open tournament to, that took place yesterday. There's just been some weird shit happening across the board. Shots not registering correctly. Melee is not registering correctly. Like, I mean, Halo 5 shit, you know? Um, this flag moving. It's just been fucking weird. So Uni said, uh, hey, Tommy, we asked the team to look into it. If you happen to have any clips with links to the matches on Waypoint, they'd be extremely helpful as we as we help them investigate. And then Postums uh, put out a tweet later on in the week, and he said, PSA, we're aware of some players experiencing server issues uh, causing hitching in MCC and Halo 5. So it's an MCC issue as well. Rest assured, we've passed this along to the experts, and it's currently being investigated. As a heads up, we only have seen rumblings of this online with not with not a lot of ticket submissions. I think under 10. In the future, for a faster response, please do me a favor. Please go to the Halo support website. Again, this is linked in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. And submit tickets for issues such as this one. Thank you. So yes, while complaining on Twitter is great and all, um, I'll use the non-PR speech for you postums. Uh, submit tickets, you fucking idiots, because if you don't, then it's not going to be responded to. Cool? Because I think like the the tweet that the tweet that Saiyan retweeted with a comment, you know, that tweet was like fix your fucking servers three four three or something like that, and then it like added Tashi or whatever, and I'm like, cause that's gonna get you the response that you want. Jesus Christ! Next news story that we have: the MCC development and flighting updates this is by Postums. The view model offset. During our flight that ended earlier this month, players were able to see that the first iteration of player view model offset options for customizing your view model and gameplay. We heard a lot of feedback from players who interacted with this and quickly realized that it was not as robust in players as, ho as, as players had hoped. So, we have decided to hold off on this feature rolling out and are going to spend some more time addressing feedback that was given. It is in progress, but players will need to hold on for just a little bit longer for this to get into your hot little hands in-game. Custom Game Browser this highly anticipated feature unfortunately was not able to make its way into the flight as we ran into several bugs along the way preventing its debut into the flight this month. We had hoped and worked, uh, but there's just some critical bugs that were found and need to be addressed. Things relating to the launching of a team game not functioning appropriately, gameplay flows, and some additional core issues that need to be resolved. We don't have an exact timeline of when we'll be able to debut it to players, but it will be coming in a future flight for players to experience and get feedback on in much better shape than where we are at. Thank you all for understanding and, and the support for our teams to take their time to polish this feature up and get it out when it's in a much better place. Feedback and bugs addressed since the flight. Uh, through the duration of the flight earlier this month, we had quite a bit of discussion around many technical issues and feedback coming in across various parts. Two of them were various discrepancies that were meant to be put behind the legacy view toggle for Halo 3, as well as performance issues on the new map Waterfall. For the first piece, we've made updates to both the Katana and the Hayabusa armor to appear correctly in all states and also resolved an issue where the updated first-person hands displayed the new models. Thank you to everyone who submitted tickets. For Waterfall, we've made additional improvements to the map through the flight and afterwards to help address performance dips. Waterfall will be releasing alongside Season 6, but will be limited to custom games for the time being. We'll keep your ears to the ground on what players are saying and if there's additional changes needed to improve on the map. Oh, okay. Kind of shitty that it's not just going to be in matchmaking, but I guess they got to fix some shit too, so whatever. Um, Maddie says, not to mention Tashi has nothing to do with the technical side. Absolutely. it's it, People are just fucking dumb, and they'll, they'll try to grasp at straws wherever given, right? Okay, 
the big one. Um, and again, I condensed this down to the parts that I thought were relevant, not just to this show, but like just in general, I guess you could say. So the Inside Infinite for March 2021. This is by 343 Industries. This is their this is their Inside Infinite blog series that comes out the last Thursday of every month, or is supposed to. That's their that's their goal, right? Um, and this blog post focused solely on audio. So the first question that I chose from this article is in the years since Halo five, there's been no shortage of feedback coming into the studio from all across the community. Thinking back, what were the key takeaways for the audio team and how is that influencing your work on Halo infinite? Uh, Sataru Tojima say, states, we started gathering and evaluating player feedback right after shipping Halo five. Our entire team went through all the feedback discussed each item in depth then set about defining our audio goals for Halo Infinite. We received a variety of great feedback and suggestions, but the highest level takeaways for us and our key goals for Halo Infinite are recapturing the legacy essence of Halo and strengthening the excitement and impact of Halo's combat. With those primary goals established, our team has been passionately working to deliver on our vision as our partner teams around the studio have been bringing Halo Infinite to life. At the highest level, we often refer to Halo Infinite as a spiritual reboot. Can you explain what that means to you from a music perspective? Sotaro states, For me, from a campaign music perspective, it's all about capturing brighter themes like hope and believe while embracing the mystery and beauty of Zeta Halo. I love the scores for Halo 4 and 5 where we tried to incorporate story very carefully, but as a result, tonally it wasn't as hopeful as prior Halo games. The original games also had dark elements in their stories, but the music largely focused on the brighter side, which worked very well. So when it comes to the score specifically, how do you balance staying true to the past while also pushing to evolve and differentiate? Joel Yarger states, For Infinite, we identified our core pillars, one of which was mentioned above as hope. Another falls into the ancient mystery sci-fi category, and a third is military honor sense of duty. Connecting each of those together are common themes like a sense of wonder as well as heroism. We set out to bring back that brightness and tone from early Halo scores while continuing to evolve the palette with new voices in the industry, at least new to Halo, to honor what has come before while introducing new themes and styles. Of course, this centers around the fact that you are the Master Chief. You are that ultimate super soldier with an unfaltering sense of duty while maintaining compassion, blasting alien baddies with this beautiful and even uplifting music as a soundtrack. For sound design, the team has made a number of improvements and updates to the soundscape since Halo 5. Can you talk about some of the work done to help drive more immersion and excitement through audio? Sotaro Tojima states, A typical piece of feedback we received from Halo 5 was, It sounds rich, but I often can't hear the enemy's weapon when they fire at me. We also heard feedback that AI combat wasn't as fun as some people wanted, and we felt audio should be a bigger contributor to that. With this feedback in mind, we decided to focus on strengthening the excitement and impact of Halo's combat through improved audio. We established the concept just months after shipping Halo 5, and since then, our team has worked together to deliver on this goal. The new Halo Infinite audio system detects all gun sounds frame by frame and prioritizes them in a threat order to decide output sound volume for each gun. With this mechanic, if a gunshot is aimed at the player, the sound will be louder, and if it's not aimed at the player, or if it's a teammate's gunfire, the sound is still audible, but quieter. 
then you could hear only threat sounds clear. And from a systems perspective, how do you achieve your goals of making combat more immersive for our players? Chase Thompson states, Halo Infinite will be the first Halo titles to support the virtual surround sound technologies Dolby Atmos, Windows Sonic, and DTS Headphone X. These spatial audio technologies allow us to make sounds feel like they're playing from behind or above you when you're only wearing stereo headphones. We've created a custom setup for our in-game sounds so that you get a clear separation between spatial and non-spatial content. This way, whether playing over headphones or on a surround sound system, you can very clearly tell exactly where your enemies are when you're in combat. And finally, what types of similarities and differences are there when it comes to multiplayer versus campaign audio? Sitara states, we're focused on really emphasizing the combat sounds in multiplayer to help deliver a more immersive game experience. We also have very cool new music direction in multiplayer, which Joel can surely speak to more in the future. Players can enjoy it in many places like searching matchmaking or intro and outro screens, but we're keeping the music minimal in the match itself to focus on clear and impactful combat audio. Of course, we don't forget about the fan favorites uh, Halo multiplayer announcer voice in there as well. Good to hear. On the other hand, we're focused more on supporting story elements and event sounds in campaign. We have, we have the improved combat sounds in campaign, of course, but we're cleaning up the audio mix a bit so that players can really enjoy the story elements, such as voiceover and music. We're also trying to make each campaign event impactful, satisfying, and even surprising, as we have many exciting design elements for actions such as defeating certain characters, destroying objects, or surprise enemy reinforcements showing up. For campaign, we really want to deliver on the meeting that combat itself is much more exciting, but also really emphasize when special moments occur. So that is that. Uh, Dave says, Dave redeemed to highlight a message. Um, it's not just headphones. Dave, they said home theater system as well. Also, that spatial audio will also work with stereo headphones, not virtual surround sound headphones or anything like, like it'll also work with that too. But like the fact that this can be done in software and make it so you can just wear stereo headphones and still get spatial audio is pretty fucking rad. And then to round this article out and again, open up the show notes, exclamation point show notes in chat. Um, I included links to the Halo Infinite BR in third person, the Halo Infinite BR in first person, um, the Sounds of Zeta Halo video they released, the Skewer Weapon audio, which is fucking awesome. The BR sounds incredible as well. Like, Will, did you listen to the BR in Halo Infinite yet? I, I did. Holy moly, that thing sounds beefy. And that Skewer sounds beefy as hell too. Um, there's the Halo Infinite sample track. The Making Halo Infinite Audio Field Recordings Piano Pounding and A Set of Fire in Your Heart Original Music from Halo Infinite. It's the three tracks they, they released earlier um, all in a little playlist there. It's on Spotify. It's on other uh, music providers as well. Go check out everything. Links to everything will be included in the show notes. Um, Maddie says, this reminds me, we should be getting an ecosystem blog from Tashi soon for this month. Absolutely. And I thought it was going to be last week that we'd get that, but it sounds like we should... Uh, obviously it has to come this week right if we're going to get one for March um, say so here's hoping really looking forward to it Justin says it doesn't sound like dropping three marbles on a tile floor anymore no it's not it actually sounds really good and shot says the BR sounds heavy it really 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 does and that's it for the regular news
It's time for con and other games. Oh, watch. Will, we had some rosters changes. Uh, yes, we did. You know what that means? What does, you want me to run through them? Oh, no. I'm, I'm fucking hitting the sound. Roster Media! It may not have been earlier in the show, but it's now. Will, what do you got? All right. So we'll start off with our Minnesota boys. Uh, Sia, Major Maniac, he's been benched for Standy. And if anyone watched our series with the Chicago Optic... Holy moly. He made a huge difference. Um, man, they just... They let him off the leash, and he was incredible. So it uh, was... It was... Uh... Oh my God, it was Attach or Prasini. One of the two switched back, like to AR or something. Oh, Priesta, 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 Priesta switched, switched back to like the flex role. Yeah, so versus just a sub player, right? And so Standy was able to take that sub role, and it, they really, it like you said, it just seemed like they fucking gelled. I watched that series. I wasn't able to watch it live and you messaged me. He's like, you want to watch that series? I'm like, no, I didn't. I feel like a fucking asshole. So I went back and I watched it and holy shit. He, they, yeah. Oh my God. He's a difference maker right now. It really um, is. Yeah. We'll see what happens. And you know, there's, there is a such thing as like the team didn't have any tape on this, this guy, right? They didn't know what he was going to do. Right. Where, where the, the, the plays would come from him. The thing that stood out to me the most was like, um, that last like control game we had mm -hmm. um, a lot of players will sit in corner people he was just standing in the middle of the zone just challenging everything right and it I noticed it was the fact that every team was put or every player was pushing just one on one one would uh, one would come through the door he'd get the kill then the next person would uh, peek through the window for the trade but he would just turn on him and get the kill because you I mean, I'm sure these professional players know where the other players are going to most likely sit where that trade comes through, you know? Right. Yep. And he would just, he had it pinpointed, and it was incredible. It really so was. So we'll see if his performance continues. We have, we've been stuck in some of the, like, hardest divisions this year. And we've been bad. And we have been bad. Yeah. And that's why Major Maniac was benched, uh, was just poor performance, um, and Wish him the best, but man, Standy really showing up for us right now. We'll see if that continues. Yes. Um, on the Toronto Ultra side, Methods has been benched, and Insight will be starting moving forward. No Winnie without Zinny, or whatever the uh, fuck they're calling it. I think they actually yeah. did win yesterday. So. Yep. LA Thieves saw a switch. Temp is out. He's benched, and in place, they uh, brought in Venom. Yes, and so also... Uh, Temp, if I'm not mistaken, if I was looking at the CDL Intel Twitter correctly, I think he's been picked up by a Challengers team. Okay. So. Uh, you know, it's it's interesting because I do feel there, like Temp was pretty decent in Modern Warfare. Now this Cold War switches up just, you know, the play style a little bit. Right. It's crazy to see how many of these players are actually making, um, or not, I should, say, I should say not making as big of an impact <laughs> as they did last week. Absolutely. Last year. And then the last uh, piece we have is from the London Royal Ravens. Parasite has been benched, and Paul, eh, I'm going to go with, is starting for them moving forward. And they have been playing really well as well with that change. So, yeah. Uh, yes. I'm excited to see what happens with all these teams. I mean, 
that these were doing well enough for themselves and to bring in someone to make them even better right. is going to be scary. Um, Toronto Ultra, I they've been up and down at times, so we'll see what happens there. Rocker, same thing, up and down. They have their good days, they have their really bad days. So um, the, the changes, I believe, were needed to spark these teams, and we'll see how they perform moving forward. Oh, yeah. It, London was in the same spot as we were where they were bad. And then they made a roster change and they're not bad anymore. So I really hope that typically I'm, I'm the person that says uh, one man does not make a team, but it's like, man, that can definitely change a dynamic. And as we've seen with both London and us, it's like, holy shit. Also big, big ups to uh, the New York subliners who, while they have not made a change, like they're playing really well too. So just, more competition is fantastic to see in the league and I'm glad that they made these changes so early in the stage two so we can just see more competition take place yeah um next up Microsoft is in exclusive talks to acquire Discord this is by uh, Cara Lombardo and Maureen Farrell of the Wall Street Journal Microsoft Corp is in advanced talks to acquire messaging platform Discord Incorporated for $10 billion or more, according to people familiar with the matter, as the software giant seeks to deepen its consumer offerings. Microsoft and Discord are in exclusive talks and could complete a deal next month, assuming the negotiations don't fall apart, the people said. VentureBeat reported this week that Discord was exploring a sale and had entered exclusive discussions with an unnamed suitor. So, for, for all intents and purposes, it's... It, from what people are saying, Discord approached them. Microsoft didn't approach Discord. Buying the six-year-old startup could help Microsoft boost its video game business, which includes the successful Xbox game platform and its social networking footprint. Should a deal come together, it would be Redmond, Washington-based Microsoft's largest acquisition since its $26.6 billion purchase of LinkedIn Corporation in 2016. The technology giant has made a series of acquisitions in recent years, including its $7.5 billion purchase of software development platform GitHub in 2018 and its $7.5 billion purchase of video game company ZeniMax Media Incorporated, which closed earlier this year. So there's that. Um, Justin says, dummies, it's a free app. <laughs> True. I mean, you do have uh, Nitro and whatnot, so you people... Do do pay to boost servers, which then gives them better connections, more options, yes, uh, emotes, things like that. So there is a paywall there. Um, a lot of cool connections but, you can make with Discord too. So Yeah, the, <clears throat> the thing I'm worried about is we've seen things like the Xbox app and the uh, game bar, which are used for chat and whatnot on PC. And it's yes. just... So they never seem to hit the mark, right? There's no. something that just doesn't work or it, does, it doesn't feel intuitive. Discord has all that, but for Microsoft to get the, their hands on it, I'm wondering what that would mean for Discord. So, The question becomes, if this deal is a thing and it's, it's finalized, do they just let Discord continue? Um, because that'd be preferred to a lot of people like to the users that would be preferred and yes. another thing that 
users really would love is Discord integration with Xbox itself, right? So like when you when you turn on your Xbox and you join a party chat, you can you can have like a Discord, you can have Discord on your Xbox and have um like they introduced uh like in Xbox party chat, they introduced so like if somebody's talking, their name will appear. Mm-hmm. So like you can see who's talking. Like being able to have a full on Discord integration with Xbox and seeing like the bubbles pop up for who's talking or whatnot and see them all on the side of the screen could be really beneficial. So I think it'd be great all around the board. Um, but yeah, who knows? Um, speaking of Microsoft though, and, and kind of a weird uh, change, Microsoft rebrands Xbox Live to Xbox Network. This is by Tom Warren of The Verge. Microsoft is rebranding Xbox Live to Xbox Network. Instances of the new branding started appearing in the Xbox dashboard recently for beta testers, with clips being uploaded to Xbox Network instead of Xbox Live. Microsoft has now confirmed the name change. Quote, Xbox Network refers to the underlying Xbox online service, which was updated in the Microsoft Services Agreement says a Microsoft spokesperson in a statement to The Verge. The update from Xbox Live to Xbox Network is intended to distinguish the underlying service from Xbox Live Gold memberships. And for those wondering, yes, Xbox Live Gold is still a thing. Um, but a couple things I want to point out here that I did not include in the show notes. One, in beta right now, or for alpha testers or whatever it is, for inside Xbox users... They're now testing um, games being free to play without the need for Xbox Live, like without the need for Gold or or, uh, Game Pass or anything like that, right? So that's being tested right now. Also, what I believe has been released um, as of now is that you do not need an Xbox Live Gold membership in order to access Party Chat now. Before, that was something you had to have in order to use party chat on your Xbox consoles, but now I believe it, it's been released that you don't. So there's that. A few more things here. Um, one switch pro to have NVIDIA DLSS this is by Takashi Mochizuki over on Twitter. And I quote publish with, uh, Ian M King NVIDIA's DLSS for the upcoming switch. Multiple people familiar with the plan told us. Yes. Expect higher price tag. Uh, the Kentorobot says yes. A lot of analysis say they expect the new switch will be somewhere between $399.99 or $349.99. Even with the $399.99 price tag, Nintendo can drive strong demand, our in-house analyst says. So, there you go. And Dave says, I legit didn't know you needed gold for chat. You did, but I think as of now you don't. If that released. So there's that switch pro coming maybe soon. Last two I have MTG arena is now available on iOS. So if you play magic gathering and you're looking for the, the digital version of this, it is finally, finally been released on iOS devices. Go check it out. It's free. And then the last one I wanted to include in here is that there's the, the name of this article is a new approach to helping players learn Dota. This is by the Dota 2 blog. The reason why I include this is because a lot of people coming into MOBAs for the first time don't really know what they're doing, and they would love a better tutorial service on how to learn how to play the game and the characters and so on and so forth. And so with the release of the Dota um, 
animated show on Netflix that just released, they completely overhauled the new player experience for Dota 2. Um, personally, I don't play it if like at all, but for those wanting to get into the game, there's a great article on learning about all the changes that they've made and hopefully making the process better for you starting out. Um, Mara says a new switch would be nice, better battery, better resolution. Absolutely. Better graphics, 4k resolution. I think they was what they were saying. Better, like uh, smaller bezels, uh, OLED screen. Fuck yeah, man. And, and as we've seen with NVIDIA DLSS, like DLSS 2.0 is game changing. Like what you're able to accomplish with that. So if they're able to fully integrate that, because what was it the Invigra, uh, NVIDIA Tegra X1 chip, I think, in the in the normal switch? So like if they're able to do something crazy, bring full-fledged DLSS in there, I think that'd be incredible. I, I Honestly, for me, it feels overkill for a switch. But I don't know. Why is that? It's, it's, I, Mario in 4K, you don't want that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just too much. It's not. Uh, I don't really play my Switch as it is, so I, I shouldn't really be talking. But no, you're fine. Overkill to me. It's. It, I just want. I want there to be a day. I have no idea if this will ever take place. It probably won't. But like, I want there to be a day where Nintendo is competing with. I'm not talking about in terms of sales, but like in terms of hardware itself, where Nintendo is back to competing with Microsoft and Sony, because. Yes, they are known for their... I mean, really, they're only known for their first-party games, right? Their exclusive titles, their Marios, their Pokemons, their whatever it may be. But I don't know. If if we could just have them just get their foot out of their ass, make genuinely good online services, and make a console that... Because they make revolutionary consoles. Like, they, they were revolutionary in the motion control space, regardless of how people think about that, they were revolutionary in the space. And then you have a literal home console that you can take the controllers off or bring the fucking thing with you as, as powerful or non-powerful as it is. Like they made that, like, that's really cool. You didn't see that before. So I just really love to see them someday down the line, be able to compete hardware wise with these giants. And who knows? Who knows? But Will, that's it. For Cotton of the Games Watch. Therefore, it's time for Will's Adventures with the Nail Overs. Yeah. needs to. What'd you play last week? I forgot to add one here. Oh, shit. Dirt 45. Yeah. Holy moly. <laughs> I haven't played well, that we'll game. S- we'll start off with uh, played some Halo 5. Um,. You played Friday for the Community Playdate this week? Yes. So, thank you, Will. Real quick. Community Playdates are now on Fridays. 7 p.m. Central Time. Fridays. Go ahead, Will. Yep. So, we got some H5 uh, in with everyone. We uh, played some Valorant this week. Um, I don't know. I'm really enjoying it again. So, playing, playing a lot of Valorant. Tried out some PUBG. Uh, I, my note in here, people are weird, man, because <laughs> there's some weird voice chats in that game. And Do they have proximity chat in that game? Um, if you, like, down someone, okay, you can then hear them talk. Okay. 
Okay, so they have or, like death comms you know, or whatever. Uh, I was playing with Joey because yeah. he's the only reason I get on PUBG. <laughs> and uh, the new map is only quads. Oh, so you have to queue with a full squad, and I just I get tired of PUBG people so fast. Like, it's just like a whole like different. Uh, I don't know. Whole different beast. They're, yeah. Yeah. Weird people there. Um, played some Warzone. Again, solo and with Joe, got my butt kicked. Uh, only got a few kills. Uh, played some Apex. Everyone's still sweaty as hell in that game. You cannot have fun. It's constant fighting and running for your goddamn life. So uh, no more Apex. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys were talking about the Need for Speed games last week, so I tried Most Wanted. Not that one. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, the ones you guys recommended were not available. Which so. one which most wanted did you play dude i don't know the one on games pass there you go i think that's the newer one did it have the, like the, a red and i mean did it have like a white red and black cover maybe okay anyway yeah the turning was way too clunky in that game yeah. it did not feel fun or just eh dave then, dave is correct that's the bad most wanted it is sure. true and then yeah so Need for Speed didn't do the racing thing for me, so I got on Dirt 5, and I don't, like, the driving is fine. Yeah. The game itself is boring. Yes. The tracks are boring. The... Yep. There's... I don't know. You're spot it's, on. You're I don't spot like it. on. I mean, I like it, but I don't like it. There's... So there I've now determined there are two races that I absolutely hate in that video game. So I don't like the Jim Connor events, but that's besides the point. The two, the two that I'm going to talk about for just a quick second, and Will yeah. we talked about before, but like the hill climbing ones, yep, those ones are fucking stupid. And then the fucking, I've done two now, where you're in this one, you it, you only get one vehicle, it's one choice, and it's a loop that you continually go around. Oh yeah, yeah, this like uh yeah yeah fuck that race, fuck that one. That one's terrible. Can you win that one? I can't win that one. Oh, it's fun. It, so the first one that I came across, it was... Um, I just skip it. <laughs> I I I was able... It's like the car that's like got the sideways top, right? Yeah. So I was actually able to pick a different car for that. What? Yeah, I had like... Like, I didn't have an option. This is bullshit. And yeah, I, I got in like game, a different car and I just like zoomed ahead of everyone and I was just like doing circles around because it's like five laps in this oval. And yeah, it was, it was, it, I just crushed it. That so. pisses me off. I need to, I need to see if I could pick a different car because those races piss me the fuck off. Uh, yeah, yeah. Use your like bumpers. Use my bumpers? That's how I was able to move to like a different section of cars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'll, yeah, I'll check that out. I'll check that out. All right. So there you go. That's uh, that's what I played this week. What about yourself, sir? So I also played Dirt Five. I forgot to put that in there. So thanks for reminding me. Uh but yeah, the game's so boring. We erased it from our minds. It, <laughs> it is no like when when I was waiting to join you guys in Halo Five, I wasn't able to. Like I had a couple crashes, so I went and played Dirt Five for a little bit while waiting for you guys to finish your game up. Uh so that happened then also played halo five for the community play date. Um, that was fun. Uh, also the reason I want to include why we're switching play dates to Fridays, um, because it, it makes it so more people should be able to join if they want to. 
And also, we tried something out for the, I guess, technically the first time, even though we've done something like this in the past. But for that uh, LVT's Money Tuesday event, we took that Tuesday night and we watched the event together. We did like a we did a watch along for yeah. for their watch party stream. So it was a really fun time. Really want to do more of that, um, especially when we get to major events that take place. Um, so again, time frame is going to be hard depending upon people's schedules. But I just think it'd be really fun if we just did more watch alongs for tournaments that take place if people have time. But yeah, Fridays community play dates. Uh, also played some Valorant with you. Um, played with Jordan. We did the Wednesdays B chase with Valorant, and that was something. Um, but we we played those. We played the other modes. We didn't just play the standard mode that everybody plays Valorant for. So we played what that Spike Rush is what you is what they have. We played yep. Deathmatch to warm up. We also uh, what was the other one that we played? Uh, Escalation. Yes. So yeah, we played we played the different modes that they have. Um, it was pretty sweet. We found we we teamed up with a fucking Valorant hype man. That was fucking weird. You remember oh, that guy? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. With a, like, it was like a soundboard. Yeah, and he did really well too. Um, yeah. So I, I, the last game I played was with you and Joey, and I got my ass handed to me. <laughs> um, but no, I'm I'm in a, I'm watching more videos on strats and like how to just get better at the game and then obviously I need to play more because I genuinely like it. Um I played F1 2020 because thanks to Voodoo Man I'm now in form into Formula 1 hard. Uh the first the first race of the season Bahrain took place literally before the recording of the show. Um so that was fun to watch and the game's pretty fun too. I like racing games anyway, so it, it was on sale so why not? And then I also started playing through It Takes 2 with my wife we started yesterday um it's the it's the new game from the uh from the joseph Faris, i think is what his name is or whatever he's the guy the fuck the oscars guy um but yeah he made a way out and think of me another thing it's from hazelite studios but the game's pretty fun so far um you can only play it co-op like a way out is so there's that. That's pretty fun. That's What's really cool about this game as well is two people don't need to buy it. You get like you can send an invite to someone who doesn't have the game if you own it, and then they can download, get in, and play with you. Yes. Um. He's. They said the idea behind that was like couch co-op, right? If yep. you own a game, you have your buddy over. <coughs> he doesn't need to buy the game; you already have it. So when you boot up the game, really cool. This. Yes. When you boot up the game, the the first two the, the the two options that you have are play local co-op, play online co-op. Like that's there you go. Um, yo, MTG Legends went into open beta this week. Yeah, it, it blows. Why why would we talk about that? It's just a no. Um, but play it if you want to. It's on the Epic Game Store, so go ahead and check that out. Yeah, it's not good, Dave. It's not good. I think uh, Day Nine did a great, uh, like, did a great rundown of why it is mediocre at this point in time and bad in other parts. So go ahead and check out his YouTube video on it. It's really good. Will, it's time 
for some shoutouts. <laughs> Shout out to everyone who joined the community play date. Um, it was a lot of fun. And uh, thank you all for taking the transition properly and easily going into Friday. Thought it was great. Um, looking forward to more. They'd just be nice to roll into the weekend on that instead of having like the the beginning to middle of your week broken up by that. Not that I don't like playing Halo and playing with you guys. It's just it's hard when other things are going on. Um, shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. Uh, Tetra from the Podcast Evolve crew, thank you so much for the follow. Greatly appreciated. Um, and then I also want to give a special shout out. Congratulations to Gamers Outreach on their campaign. They raised a total of $982,500. They raised almost a million dollars. To say that they crushed their goal would be the understatement of the century. Um, I don't think they could have ever, I don't think they ever saw this one coming. This is fantastic. The amount of carts that are going to be able to be delivered to kids around the, uh, around the country is going to be fantastic. So good job to you guys. Thank you to everybody that donated to the campaign to all the streamers that streamed during the campaign as well to raise money. Thank you all. Um, it's just awesome. And let, let's fucking go for a million next year. Right. Community creations. Halo memes every day. Reddit.com forward slash R forward slash Halo memes. Check that out. Clips of the week number 99 from High Tech Redneck. That'll go live probably on Monday. Should be live on Monday. Builds with Blocks special episode with John Friend, the head of Halo Consumer Products for 343 and now Xbox gear for Xbox. So our podcast partners, Podcast Evolved, their Builds with Blocks division, they put out a special episode with John Friend himself. Go ahead and check that out. It's included in the show notes. We have Tangerine, a Halo MCC trick jumping video. This is edited by Call Me Mr. KK. Check that out. And then finally, and this is really fucking cool too, Halo Dbot TTV is now live and free to use on Twitch. Halo 5, Halo Wars 2, and MCC stats in your chat is by May underscore Ham. I don't know if I want my stats out there. (laughs) I think you do, Will. But uh, it's in the show notes. Go ahead and follow the tweet. Link is included. Check all that shit out. Will, that is all I got. Therefore, and uh, you have the show notes up. So did you see what I added at the bottom there? Yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure you saw that. Therefore, Will, would you please, without further ado, plug the show? Uh, You, of course, can find us on your favorite podcast services. You know, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, all those. Uh, leave us a review. Let others know about the show. You can join our Discord. Join the community discussion. Links provided in the Google Doc at the show notes of the show. I believe it's also available on our Twitter. Go check that out. Uh, we do have our Spartan Company and Xbox Club. A search for HCS Bro Talk. We have our social media sites, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, just search for HCS Pro Talk on those sites as well. And then our website, hcsprotalk.com, where you can find a link to our merch. And of course, go check out uh, Podcast Evolved. You can find them on halopodcast.com. They have their Podcast Evolved, Mission Debrief, Book Club, Builds with Box, and Spoiler Cast shows. Go check all of those out. Hell yeah. Um, also, just as a heads up, um, we are going to be scheduling our interview with uh, LVT Productions man himself, Louis V. Titan. Um, the plan is to record that sometime this week and 
then release that on Tuesday next week. So stay tuned for that. We're very excited to talk to the man behind the scenes, um, behind the idea of it all. Really looking forward to it. Will, you ready for ready to close this thing out? Yes, sir. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for episode 175 of HCS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for listening. I want to thank you very much for watching. Again, I've said it before. If you're listening to this, uh, you just missed one of the greatest phase-ins of all time with Will sitting right next to me. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. We'll be back next week to talk about some more shit that's happening. Hopefully, uh, no cheaters or anything like that. Can't wait to see what comes out of that. But hey, what are you going to do? Uh, if you're watching live, stay tuned to the after show. But that's going to do for us. We'll see you next week. But until then, bye-bye!